Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Hi, I'm Eric, also known as v 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and the Starfleet Escape Podcast. You're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's morphin' time! Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. Hey, Doug. Hi. You're back again. I'm back. <laughs> I'm here. Uh... I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Cabin fever? <laughs> oh, yes. What do you want a Nerf gun to look like, everyone? What would you Do you want it to be made of metal? Let's do that next. <laughs> Doug, it shoots so far. Yeah. It's awesome. It's going to be awesome. It's a Nerf gun. <laughs> I don't I don't understand why people why people <laughs> just don't understand why people <laughs> why people or white people because that's uh, that's well, a boat <laughs> <laughs> and now on ranger command power hour aye, 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 aye. it's the ranger command power hour Today on the Power Hour Extra Episode 61, Rangers Commentary Shell Shocked, recorded on March 26th, 2020. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four Eyed Radio Network. It's time to range up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as Trekkie B47. I'm Doug, also known as Icky Bully. And I'm Chris, also known as Void Ranger. This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Juan S., Steve F., Doug F., AJW, Tyler W., Tyler B., Eric D., Jacob P., Steve M., Liz M., Craig M., Callan M., Mason M., Raheem Y., Derek G., and Teresa B. for supporting us this month. You did it. We just you added another one <laughs> this past Hooray. week. So the list keeps getting longer, and I thank every one of our supporters for doing this. As our listeners have noticed, we have a new person joining us, a new guest co-host. Chris, welcome to Ranger Command Power Hour. Thank you for having me. I really enjoy uh, listening to you guys, and I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, you will be on our next episode after this one. We're going to do a Ranger Spotlight on your youtube channel and you and all of the things that make chris chris i guess i don't know <laughs> well good luck to those listeners <laughs> thanks for joining us i think this is going to be a lot of fun yeah. welcome thank you so we do have some news first up we got some beast morphers episode updates and these are always provided by the cable tv forums episode seven of season two is called beast king rampage and that will come out on april 11th the rangers are given access to a powerful new zord but evox has designs to steal it for himself dun 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 (laughs) and then the big crazy news it's actually episode 21 which is going to air the week after Hmm. and usually episodes 21 and 22 have always been reserved for halloween or christmas specials or like in samurai clash of the red rangers it used that above 20 production code for that so this has a lot of people curious 
as to why this is on the schedule now. So a week after on April 18th, it'll be called boxed in the pan global games have arrived in Coral Harbor, but Ranger duties prevent the teens from attending any of the events and pan global games. Where have we heard that before? Right. So one thing I can really appreciate about beast morphers is that I feel like it does a lot of like, I don't want to call them cameos exactly because we know that's coming, but there's a lot of references to Mm -hmm. other things. Like in the very first episode, we had Mayor Daniels just, hey, let's name check all these characters, like all these former villains and all that kind of stuff. So with the Dino War or whatever they're going to call it coming out, I don't know. This is just speculation. But the Pan Global Games are important for one very specific Power Ranger. And Mm -hmm. with Ranger duties preventing teens from attending the events, when Zordon specifically gave Kimberly the permission and the release from her duties to go do this stuff, I don't know. Maybe (laughs) it's just too much hope, but Amy Jo Johnson, I don't want to say she's going to show up because I feel like it would have leaked somehow. But come on. If they somehow kept that under wraps this entire time, I mean, I would have to seriously applaud them. But Pan Global Games is only connected to her. Right. There's yeah. no reason to bring this up except as a reference to Kimberly somehow. I guess it could be a throwaway line and be like, oh, you know, haha, the older fans will recognize it. But at the same time, I feel like anybody who would be writing this would also realize the fandom would be like... Wait Almost ballistic. <laughs> if if something more did not come out of this, like yeah, this is the opportunity to do something incredibly cool. And we know Kim's suit, at the very least, is right. appearing. So if it's nothing more than her just being recorded on a video and put on a screen and not maybe physically there, it's which an they could easily do. Yes. And easily hide. Exactly. Because you would not, you, she wouldn't need to be on set. And I really feel like Amy Jo has really opened up. Like for a while she was kind of, I don't want to say she hated her time on Power Rangers, but she did go on to do other things. I mean, she worked with JJ Abrams, which some people would call a negative, but he is a huge producer. I mean, even if it was just for Felicity back in the early 2000s, late 90s, this is a good opportunity for them and it would build some goodwill. Yeah. And that's, what's crazy to me. Cause usually, like I said, 21, 22 or the Halloween Christmas specials. And if they're bringing it in this early, because they can insert those episodes anywhere in the season. What if this is the lead in to the dino war? Mm -hmm. But then again, that would mean that one episode would be reserved for the dino war. If they use that, 22nd episode slot you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't want it to be like a half hour thing but who knows it may be like a 40 minute well i feel like we're gonna get better lead in to this maybe more hints here and there than maybe we ever did with ninja steel and i know people have feelings about ninja steel but i will say for whatever it's worth at least they hinted to yes. Dimensions of Danger. It may not have been perfect, but it was much better than we had previously gotten in the Neo Saban era. 
Yeah, like I will give Ninja Steel credit that they set those seeds early for those cloaked rangers and all of a sudden, oh, they're here. (laughs) And yeah, sure, it was a little hokey. It was like whatever. But at the same time, I did like that they at least built up to the team up. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't just, oh, hey, there's Wes. Why is he here? Like you knew something was coming. It was uh, it was like the Zio serials almost where it's like, right. what is it? It's coming. <laughs> so we've had, what, it was James Davies just like dressed up and doing something <laughs> silly. I mean, it wasn't necessarily Chase. But it's still like a nice, it's coming, we know he's coming. It's definitely a wink towards the fandom. Like, we all know you're going to know who James Davies is, wink, when you see those credits. Yeah. And for all the crap, and I I don't want to derail it with this, that Hasbro gets, which some of it's fair, some of it I think is not. That's another story for another day. I do feel like they take the story and the setting And even the lore of Power Rangers, they take it very seriously. And I like to see that they respect the older fans while not making it a pander fest. You know what I mean? Well, I think there might be a misunderstanding sometimes that like being a business and being interested in the business means that you're not interested in those types of things, the lore and the world building and stuff. But it's a good business decision to focus on those things because Mm -hmm. the more investment you get and the bigger the world you create, the more you can do with it. Yeah, you can tap into so much history. 28 will be whatever the Dino Nights is. But you've got what kind of children's show has like a connected continuity? Continuity is one of my favorite things in television, period. Yeah. So you have all this history to tap into. You just have to make sure you balance it and that you don't overshadow the current team, the current marketing, the current promotion. But I I personally feel like they have done a fantastic job doing it. And without spoiling anything for anyone who may be trying to avoid this somehow, (laughs) there's more coming, you know? Like, I feel like without this being an anniversary season, they are knocking it out of the park. Sure, there could be some things that are better. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be, no season's going to be perfect. But... I really, really, really appreciate what they're doing. Yeah. One of the things I said, I think, in uh, recent episodes was that when we saw that trailer for Jason coming back and Devin was like, oh, Jason, that felt like a cliffhanger of some random episode that leads in. Who knows? It might be the cliffhanger to this episode. Yeah. That would be a great time for them to be like, all right, hiatus, and we'll leave you with that cliffhanger. (laughs) Because why would Jason just randomly show up in a grid battle force in, like, normal civilian clothes? Like, yes, clearly the battle force has some kind of knowledge based on what they've mentioned on the villains and stuff. But he kind of just looks like he just showed up, like... Guys, there's an emergency. Wouldn't it be awesome if, because you know what? I've always thought my headcanon is, I know everyone's like, oh, Tommy and Kimberly, they kept going. And it's like, (laughs) nope, he's with Kat. That's established. But my headcanon has been ever since the Turbo movie, I think Kim and Jason. I do too. Pardon the pun, but they're a power couple. Um, <laughs> so I will when, never pardon puns. I love them. <laughs> so wouldn't it be funny if 
somehow there is an Amy Jo Johnson like cameo in the Pan Global Games, and she summons her husband Jason, and, <laughs> I, and he awesome. shows up. I'm here, <laughs> and and you can't take it as canon, but I'm pretty sure I can't tell you where I read it or what. But that was a subplot in the Turbo movie that got dropped out of the original into the final strip or script. They didn't actually show that, but yeah, yeah like they're if, vacationing together and then they get captured. I mean, come yeah, on, <laughs> like sure, yeah, they're friends. They went through a lot of fights and serious things together. But Jason was clearly into what was her name, Emily, at the end of Zio. Um, oh, okay. oh, yeah, I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, you you get like five seconds of her, like, <laughs> and then how do you tell a person like, oh yeah, I'm essentially a superhero. I'm a retired superhero. I hope you're okay with that. Because <laughs> even though Power Rangers is a kid's show, and at the end of the day, sorry, it, it's the truth. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't know what else to tell people. But the reality of it is Jason is always going to be a target. Somebody yeah. somewhere, even as poorly executed, I think, in theory, that Thrax was, Thrax still wanted to destroy the Power Rangers for killing his parents or turning them good or whatever you're always a target once you're a ranger so and and that's just how it is so only another ranger i feel like can really understand that look sometimes you just have history you know yeah Yeah. once a ranger always a target apparently (laughs) (laughs) well there we go there's our new catchphrase so but they specifically mentioned the Pan Global Games for a reason. Yes. And I think it's more than just, oh, this thing that happened 20 years ago that 5% of our viewers will remember. There's a reason <laughs> they name dropped this. And yes. I really hope it's a good reason. Especially they name dropped it in the one sentence synopsis. Yeah. Like, come on. To me, the, even that's a tease. Yeah. If you wanted it to just be like a ha ha tee hee, this is a cool like moment, you wouldn't have said it in the, the description that's hyping up the episode. You would yeah. say it over a loudspeaker in the background while the Rangers were talking at said event. This is specifically drawing attention to this they're building hype for something with them just moving the production code up to this specific point either that was always the plan or something else is going on so i'm just really curious about this and it'll be interesting to see where it goes tonight on the ranger conspiracy power hour (laughs) (laughs) we will get to the bottom of this get steel's board Well, speaking of steel, episode eight, after this boxed in, the episode is called Secret Struggle. Steel learns that Nate and Zoe have feelings for each other and tries to bring them together despite the strict grid battle force rules that forbid relationships between rangers. Hey. <laughs> I think this will be really funny. I what I'm curious to see is how it plays out and how fans react to it because I feel mm-hmm. like uh I don't know how people are generally reacting to Nate and Zoe, but uh if they do a whole episode of Steel just trying to get them together, <laughs> I want to know how people <laughs> either like or don't like that. I'm excited for it. I think <laughs> Steel is good comedy. Um, yeah. I feel like he's what Redbot maybe should have been. Um, oh, yeah. I, I don't have a huge problem with Redbot, but there were some things about him I didn't like. I don't have a problem with Nate and Zoe 
and I can see how this could be a maybe subtle message, unlike the Saban messages to kids. Not to necessarily hide relationships and, and that kind of thing, but like sometimes there's obstacles to overcome between right. relationships, romantic or otherwise. And I think we'll see something like that with a bit of humor mixed in. And of course, Ben and Be- Betty will be like, we're like a couple, but we're related. But that sounds like you never <laughs> That <mind>. sounds weird. <laughs> but, you know, like all kinds of different couples right. exist. You've got Ravi and his mom. You've got Nate and Zoe. You've got Ravi and, and Roxy. Like, it's good for kids to see that different aspects of relationships can exist. And if they can learn something from it, good. Devin and his dad, Zoe and her mom. Like, there's so much connection with parents this series that... Mm-hmm. I really like. We see three of the rain, well, four, even Ben and Betty's father. It's interesting. There's like a bigger sense of family this season than we've really got before. Yeah. Like we're, we're seeing four parental figures that are in different situations too. These Rangers don't exist in a vacuum like a number of teams have. And it's really cool to see that. Mm-hmm. And I think... A lot of people kind of miss that almost because I've seen a lot of complaints about Zoe's mom in particular, but (laughs) why is she the only news reporter in Coral Harbor? (laughs) I don't know about your local news, but we see about three people now. (laughs) That's just me. But the idea, even in Mighty Morphin, they had parents, but she never really saw their interactions. We saw one or two times, like at the beginning of an episode, like, hey. And then and then Kim's mom is like, peace out. I'm going to, to Paris. You can do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to see that the Rangers, they're superheroes, but they're humans. They have flaws. Mm-hmm. They have relationship struggles. Yes, it's boiled down to a Nickelodeon level, but like Ninja Seal again, you only saw Brody's dad and, uh, oh God, her name's escaping me. The pink one. Sarah. Thank you. Sarah's mom. <laughs> I'm very bad with names. Uh, Haley? <laughs> Haley's, <laughs> Haley's dad. They had that whole plot line of like their parents getting together and that thing. That <laughs> was weird. <laughs> Those characters. And I, I love the Ninja Steel cast. I don't have any oh, problem with The cast with is great. Yeah. But even seasons before that, because I don't want to keep up picking on Ninja Steel. There's not a lot that really happens anymore in this show, in my opinion, that that humanizes these characters, that makes mm-hmm. them relatable. Everybody's perfect at something. Everybody's this. Everybody's that. I feel like Beast Morphers is the first season in a long while to really show that the Rangers are people and that they have flaws that aren't just there for one episode and then never spoken of again. Yeah. And I like that. I'm really excited for these batch of episodes, especially Boxed In. I have no idea what that's going to be, and I will make sure I am up that Saturday morning so I don't miss that. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, today, Renegade Games announced a Heroes of the Grid update with Rise of the Psycho Rangers. This is going to be another Kickstarter pre-sale. The live stream was today that made the announcement. The logo's here. It's kind of cool. It's definitely got the in-space coloring to it. 
So I'm glad that they kept that. So they plan to release the set in August or September, depending on this whole situation with the pandemic. Production has already started. It will have new game mechanics and twists. They were going to launch the Kickstarter presale next month, but they decide to put it on hold while the current situation is going on. And they thought it would be unfair for them to drop a Kickstarter while people are worrying about their jobs and their financial situation. So really cool of Renegade Games to delay uh, the pre-sale for that. But it was nice of them to make the announcement. Plus, there will be, quote-unquote, another set of figures that do things. <laughs> so, I don't know what that means. Um huh. But with this Rise of the Psycho Rangers and that additional figure set, that will be the official end for what they're calling Phase 2 for this year. And then Phase 3 is next year. They already have it planned out, and it's currently in pre-production, and there will be new ways to play the game. And I'm so excited that this series is continuing for gaming. I've played it like one and a half times <laughs> <laughs> trying to, but my appeal is I love the figures. I love the artwork. I love the cards. It's really cool. And I can't wait to see what they do in the future. So very cool announcement. Yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I don't, have a lot of people to play games with in real life but i love the figures i love the artwork i love all of it and going back to that logo i don't know if it's just me but if you're looking at it does the the space background does that not remind you of the chest plate on that's, the psycho ranger that's okay. exactly why they did that yeah i love that that's fantastic it's a great game from it all everything i've heard about people and i'll buy it but I've got them all just sitting on my game bookshelf waiting for a way to play them online. Like, give me the DLC that lets me connect to other players. But no, I'll, whatever their most recent expansion was with all the extra Heroes packs. Like, I'm super excited to get that in and just... Oh, me too, yeah. I, I just kind of want to display the figures, honestly. You know I'm a toy guy and that I love it. I love it so much. I've been like a big, like I was into models as a kid. I've done painting before. And really that was my main reason for getting these. It's because like, cool, I can get back into kind of like a model making-esque thing. I can paint these figures. And I've watched so many YouTube videos of like miniature painting and all of this stuff to like prep for this. It. Mm -hmm. It'll be fun when I finally get to it. But yeah, I, I just think it's, it's a really cool game. Something that I thought about when they announced this, since right now we're not getting any kind of deluxe villain figures, mm -hmm. I got the deluxe Cyclopsis just because he was giant and I like him. Please, whoever is in charge of light marketing, and if you're <laughs> listening to this, please give us some Dark Spectre slash Malagor figure. I'll buy two just so I can have both characters. I don't care. But I would oh. love to have that on my shelf. I would mm -hmm. love it. I am begging you. Well, in this <laughs> last phase, they did the Mega Goldar. So it seems like every one of these rounds, they have some deluxe. Oh, that I didn't right. even think of that. That was the first thing. I love the Psycho Rangers, but they are so tied with what if a wind condition was to drain his energy or something like that. Like, I don't know how any oh, of this yeah. is going to work, but that would be fantastic. I, I need it. 
You know what? I, I, I would buy two figures of that too. I, I would I, have that as an add-on for sure. Absolutely. Because the Cyclopsis scales pretty well with maybe not the deluxe swords, not the huge ones. Right. But with your figures in general, like mm-hmm. I kind of like the idea of the villains being a little bit bigger than like the lightning collection figures and stuff. So if I could get those painted with my zero amount of creativity, <laughs> hell yeah, I would be all over it. So please. Oh, did you, um, did you get the Zeo set? I have not. I want it, but I'm trying. You see how much on Twitter, how much I spend on this stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am trying my hardest to behave. I will get it. <laughs> I got the Zeo set this week, so they were able to fill all the pre-orders before all this, all the shutdown stuff happened. And so I ha- I got the Mega Goldar with that set. It's such a well-done figure. Like, I showed Teresa, and she was like, wow, the level of detail on this is insane. I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm completely in love with everything they're doing. Like, yeah. so far, not one thing has been a miss. But one day I'll own it all, or I'll go through Amazon. I'll do whatever I have to do. But I do want to have everything related to this, as if I need another thing to collect. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so moving on, Boom Studios. I mean, this is kind of a moot point now, but uh, Boom Studios announced a retailer support program during this pandemic for full returnability through June 2020. This Monday, they announced the retailer support program. Apparently, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 51 will get a one-per-store variant. You can see the links on our site for, like, the full press release. But it sucked because, like, literally a day later, Diamond Distributors updated that they are not currently going to ship comic books after April 1st. And it's unknown how much of a delay there will be for future titles. And my local comic book shop guy, he was on Facebook live yesterday because he's now giving like daily updates at his comic shop. And he's like, after the diamond thing, pretty much don't expect any new comics for the month of April. And I'm like, oh, and it sucks because apparently the printers that I guess print DC comics they're in a state that has like a shelter in place, you know, close your business order and they're not an essential business. And yeah. so even if these comics weren't delayed, there'd be no way to print them. So it just sucks because issue 49 dropped for necessary evil in April was going to be like the big, this is how everything ends. Teenage Ninja Turtles crossover is going to end. Go, go Power Rangers are going to end. Necessary Evil is going to have its big conclusion. And now it's like, well, that's not happening this (laughs) month. (laughs) It's just unprecedented. This is a terrible situation. And um, for the most part, I've seen online, everybody generally is handling it responsibly as far as like the fandom. They seem to understand what's going on. You have a few outliers who are upset. But I mean, people's lives are more important than comic books at the end of the day. Oh, absolutely. But from a marketing standpoint, (laughs) (laughs) what I would would do would be like, we had every intention of finishing this. We'll get it to you as soon as we can, et cetera, et cetera. But they should promote it as like a series finale, like a season finale. Like, just come back. Just wait. When we get this out, you've got to keep the hype going. And I'm sure everybody is still hyped, but... They're doing what they can. I mean, Mm -hmm. nobody knows how to deal with this, and it's nobody's fault. It's We've never... I'm 34 years old. I've never seen 
anything like this. And I'm sure a lot of people haven't as well. So I think the big important thing is that when these are available, people make sure to buy them. Don't just forget about it. Don't do spoilers. I mean, finances might be tough, that kind of thing. I understand that. But just make sure that with these ending, you're still showing your support as best as you can for them. Because a lot of hard work went into this. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like they really have surprises planned for us. So let's show them how thankful we are that they put so much love and effort into this. Something that, honestly, when the Power Rangers comics were announced, I was like, well, those are going to go for five issues. And here we are, 51 issues later. It's it's a miracle we got this far. Plus Go-Go, that's 30 issues. We've had 81 issues, plus all the specials and everything. It's yeah, it's amazing. There's Marvel and DC, just to throw out the big... The big names, like comic books that do not make it nearly as far as this has. Mm -hmm. So support this brand, support Boom, and give them encouragement, you know, because they need it as much as we do. And also, just to piggyback onto that, support just in general your local comic shop. If you have a pull list with them, make sure to pick it up. A lot of them are offering curbside delivery, and you can order online. Like my comic shop guy, he was like, look, I still have a store full of merchandise. You can do toys, graphic novels, stuff that I have here, especially in this time to support them as much as you can, because your local comic shop is in definite danger of closing, especially if this goes on for a month, two months. That's, you know, it's already really hard for comic book retailers to keep money going. That just goes business wide, like across this entire economy. So, yeah. So shop local as much as you can, as much as feasible, but also shop intelligently. Don't go out when you don't need to. So if you're going, if you're making trips, try to do everything in one trip. And I don't want to sound preachy or anything, but support local as much as you can, because Mm -hmm. they're the ones who are helping keep our local economies thriving and keeping people employed. Because if they go under, people are going to lose their jobs. And I'm not trying to guilt anybody, but it's our responsibility as consumers to try and keep as many of our hobbies alive as best as we can. I'm not really good at being eloquent. Well, I mean, yeah, I want to keep my hobby alive because that's like... (laughs) That's what I do. If I don't have that, I'm a worker robot. Right. I mean, I have my husband. What good is he? I need comic books. (laughs) I need toys. He's here to put food on the table. That's it. (laughs) I have a feeling I won't have a husband for long after this episode. And then to uh, wrap up of the news on a comic book note, and it'll lead into our main topic, the Turtle Megazord has been revealed for the final issue of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And even though that issue is now delayed, this thing looks awesome. It is amazing. I am such a huge Ninja Tur- I mean, Ninja Turtles is my franchise as a kid before Power Rangers. And to see this combination is amazing. I want <laughs> like a legacy figure of this. I want a statue, something. It's it's fantastic. Give us a Heroes of the Grid expansion featuring the Turtles in this Megazord. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm not even... Okay, this might be sacrilege. I'm not a giant Ninja Turtles fan. It's just... It was around when I was a kid, but I kind of missed that boat. Mm -hmm. But this is 
phenomenal, more phenomenal. I don't know. Just throw it in there. <laughs> I Something I've wanted since the comics have been released was more toys based on the comics because it's stuff we haven't gotten before. I want Legacy Zords. This is one of the Legacy Zords I want. Make this happen. Yeah. I'm sure there's some kind of rights management agreement that would have to happen but it will be a sad day if we don't get some kind of physical version of this thing because it is incredible it looks really good yeah i I just i just keep looking at it i'm like man i wish i could make that myself (laughs) (laughs) so the reason i said it would lead into our episode commentary we were doing an episode commentary on shell shocked and this is the infamous Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers in Space crossover. This was really a celebration of like, hey, the comics, and look, here's the other instance that they crossed over. We actually talked about this on Ranger Command forever ago. We did a crossover episode where we talked about the Mass Rider crossover, where we talked about this crossover. But that was like episode 26, which was Dang. like forever ago. <laughs> But we never did a commentary on it. So we're going to do that today. We'll be watching Power Rangers in Space, episode four, uh, Shell Shocked on Netflix. Obviously, you can find this on Netflix and DVD. This episode aired February 27th, 1998. It was written by Judd Lynn and directed by Blair Tro who directed six episodes of Turbo, three of In Space, including this episode, and five of Lost Galaxy. In order to destroy the Space Rangers, Astronema uses her powers to brainwash another similar team of teen heroes, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I know this episode just kind of goes right into it because it's actually the episode before like two minutes they introduce this astronomers like oh elgar aimed the strata lasers at new york city or whatever and then so it, that was the end of that the episode before this and i don't know what do you guys <laughs> remember of this before we get into it i was 12 when this episode premiered but in space was pretty big and i seem to remember that they were promoting the next mutation pretty hard i oh, mean yeah. some Saban was pretty big still back in the day, especially for Fox. And I just, I remember seeing that, that scene you just described where they like show up in New York (laughs) Um, and (laughs) Astronema is just like, okay, Melody Perkins is a gift. So seeing (laughs) her already like a scene chewer interacting with these, I can't even call them like animatronics. These suit monsters that aren't power rangers but still have to keep like a straight face i've always loved camp that is so campy i it's just perfect i can't wait to watch this again (laughs) (laughs) i remember more about the next mutation than this and i don't remember much about next mutation because i think by this point i had i was already uh out not out on power rangers but it had faded for me i think Pokemon had taken its full grasp on my entire soul by this point. So uh, first time I watched this was probably, I don't know, like uh, 10 years ago, eight years ago. (laughs) Okay. So So, (laughs) we'll start this. So on the count of three, we'll hit play to start. I have it queued up. 
my Netflix has frozen. Hold that thought. Yeah, I had to, like, refresh. Why do you do this to me, Netflix? This is quality television. I must see it. (laughs) My God, okay. (laughs) All right, let me make sure I'm zeroed up here, because after hearing that you needed to refresh, I got nervous, so I refreshed mine, too. All right, I'm good. Okay, so on the count of three, we'll hit play. One, two, three. All right. It's right to it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, what'd you do, man? <laughs> I yes, you telling... are. Yes, yes, she is. <laughs> I remember telling somebody recently that there was a fifth, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, and they just, they'd never seen this, and why would they believe me? And I just could not convince them. They are like, this is obviously a lie. I don't know why you're trying this. I was like, I swear... <laughs> Okay, just hold on for a second. Venus just goes, the princess of evil. She recognizes Astronema, but then Raphael's like, uh, the Power Rangers are just pretend? Hello. How can you yeah. know of one and not know of the other? <laughs> I don't know. And and Mikey did call Astronema hot, so, I mean, no lie. <laughs> but, I mean, problematic. I mean, right, but... <laughs> but, yeah. Well, it's hot. Uh, and I'm gonna. Those teeth are horrifying. <laughs> I actually have a Discord emoji of one of them smiling. I facetuned their mm. smile, and it is delightful. I will share it with you. <laughs> it is my favorite thing. Um, but I will go on record, and I expect hate for this. I am one of three people on this planet who does not hate Venus to Milo. <laughs> Come at me, bros. I have no reason to. People need to chill. (laughs) I just can't believe this is like the fourth episode of this. Like they've barely done anything. They're still learning about their powers and all this stuff. And yet we get crazy Ninja Turtle crossover four episodes in. I feel like the only reason they could do that is because in space is a continuation. Otherwise they never would have been able to be like, okay, so episode four, we're going to (laughs) introduce an entirely different cast. I, what? (laughs) So Andros, you're from KO 35. Maybe this is normal. I don't know, but this has always bothered me, but clearly he loved the mom jeans that earth had. Cause he definitely made sure that their, their spacesuits were mom spacesuits. Like <laughs> they are like high waisted, like peak nineties fashion. <laughs> oh, this guy is weird. <laughs> I'm not sure. Is he draining electricity? I, I think so. Okay. Cool hat, though. Yeah. I love the spin. Like, yes, yes. spiral saber, y'all. <laughs> well, he had to spin. It's the spiral saber. Uh huh. That's the only way to access it. And and Ashley didn't fire her. Oh god, I just paused it. <laughs> Ashley didn't fire her satellite or not the satellite but her slingshot. She just slaps him in the face with it. Yeah, like, take this. <laughs> he just threw one energy ball and it's like, whoa, this guy is so powerful. And then oh. the rangers can, I mean, the turtles can teleport. <laughs> well, they Five have astronomer magic. <laughs> 
Whoa. Wow, way to be rude, Ashley. She said you're talking. <laughs> How does Ashley know? Right? <laughs> if, if the Power Rangers are just pretend, how do they know the Ninja Turtles are real? <laughs> and this might be inappropriate, but she's a reptile. Why does she have breasts? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's an age-old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle anatomy question. <laughs> I, I don't think I want the answer. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess that's ninja magic. They had a lot of ninja magic in in the next mutation. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, it's an energy ball, and I have no idea why it has the properties of physical matter. <laughs> <laughs> like. If I remember the next mutation right, like, they really dived into, like, mysticism with Venus. So maybe she taught them how to hold energy. Oh, okay. well, I feel like I just read somewhere. I don't know why I was coming across next mutation trivia. But I think she was able to do that in that show. But somehow they're all able to do it in this show. <laughs> yeah. I'm Andros, and I'm jealous that I'm not getting all the attention. <laughs> The most infamous gif ever. <laughs> Just like, I love Andros, but man, he was rough the first few episodes. <laughs> but I guess that's a testament to his character development. Yeah, but how did you get there in the first place? <laughs> we teleported. Were you not paying attention? Hello. <laughs> it's like you can't teleport back to New York. <laughs> We took the sewers, guys. Shelladelic. That is a word. <laughs> yeah, that's my same face right now, Andros. I like how they leave him behind. They're like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> He's being grumpy. He can walk back. Uh, see, mom, mom pants. I hate it. <laughs> Yeah, it depends on what you put on it. <laughs> I, I'm glad that 3D printers existed in 98 and nobody else knew. <laughs> this is the warp core. <laughs> Let's tell you everything. And and everything. being being from New York, you're totally understanding all of this. Like <laughs> You've totally seen this technology before. You know, the super tech-savvy Ninja Turtles. Always. <laughs> Only Donatello. I, I, don't, I don't know if, if the next mutation had the Technodrome, but I guess maybe they would understand it. Maybe. <laughs> oh, they've seen Krang, after all, in theory. No, this was a different continuity, wasn't it? Um, it was a little based... bit. Yeah. Wait, what? Wasn't it based off, like... Technically, the movies. Yeah, kind I of. I don't remember the movies at all. Okay, wait. Where, where does De like the Deca eye just comes from nowhere? Did you notice that it just went like out the side of the wall, like? Burp. 
you know, Decca's tentacle eye. You don't remember that? <laughs> Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> it literally came from behind the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Decca is an old god from the Cthulhu mythology. <laughs> what are you doing? Just... Oh, God, that hair must have been horrible to maintain. Stop it. After, <laughs> after one wire cut? <laughs> and it was the green wire. Did you notice that? <laughs> that setting need to already exist why was that there who programmed that in uh obviously the hacker turtle <laughs> they are skilled in the ways of the computer we've listed li listfully to the left <laughs> <laughs> quick pretend you're falling <laughs> this ship is officially a free machine oh so it can save the environment that's great mm -hmm. And why are there no security protocols? Like, they didn't seem to, like, disable anything. Astronomers just like, hey, what's up? Yeah. I, maybe it's just implied. Oh, wow. I think I think Venus, like, kidney punched uh, Cassie. <laughs> Honestly, if, that was if there was anything that's going to take Cassie down, one of my favorite rangers would have to be a low blow like that. It's honestly pretty incredible how well they move in those suits. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I assume the people in them are super buff because like a normal person could not do that. Emmy worthy acting right here. I love it. I, I love her. I love how Decca was just like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, yo. You didn't want Alpha 6. Well, guess what? <laughs> Um, fun fact, Dark Spectre is actually filmed in space. This is not a green screen. <laughs> He's just floating out there. <laughs> this is an Instagram filter. <laughs> Wait, that didn't even stop him from talking. She just kind of like hit his nose. <laughs> I love her. She is my hero. What? Oh no, <laughs> these <laughs> these Christmas lights are stopping us. Why are they flashing? <laughs> they spent all the budget on the on the energy ball scene earlier. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not creepy at all. Yeah, that's a little weird. I guess it's Andrew's oh, telekinesis. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's Alex macking it. That's a deep cut. <laughs> Yeah, this is the thing he used maybe like three times in the series. <laughs> and on a serious note, though, you like this is a precursor to like Ranger civilian powers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's which, true. Which I feel like it was special here, but I never really enjoyed them when they were like a real thing. Hmm. <laughs> TJ is awesome. TJ is my fave. I love him. What the hell's a shell's quake? <laughs> is that all like three of us were equally confused by that? <laughs> is that Shredder's favorite milkshake from Dairy Queen? <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. 
I want one though. <laughs> no. I'll take a mint quake. It can be green. <laughs> oh, Elgar. Go away. I like that he's wearing like graduation tassels. These are my <laughs> earrings. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> well, they shouldn't be able to because they don't know how to pilot a spaceship, and you do. They're learning pretty quickly. <laughs> I. Uh... <laughs> it's a polarized magnetic field. You know. Of course. Those are everywhere in space. Well, you're flying well, a spaceship. I mean, you understood everything else about space and ships and stuff. <laughs> I just wanted Donatello to say something intelligent there. That would have been nice. <laughs> He's my favorite turtle. Mm-hmm. I don't why, why are the turtles the only ones affected by this bright light? Like Because uh, of the spell. I see. Hmm. Night night. <laughs> uh Man, the more you look at these suits, they're just I don't know, there's some uncanny valley stuff going on. <laughs> and I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies, but mm-hmm. these are like less animatronic than those. But so. you <laughs> The weird thing is, is like, even though they look terrifying, they also kind of hold up 20, 22 years later. Oh, yeah. That's, that's weird and good. Actually, actually, a lot of the suits do like, yeah, we know they're plastic and whatever, but they don't look completely ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, okay. There's some sarcasm there, but. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, considering the abuse that they take. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised they look as good as they do. And hold on, guys. You just forgot how to fly the spaceship, and the real heroes are, like, probably dead somewhere. You don't <laughs> You should maybe help them. God, I love the teleportation effects. Yes. Mm-hmm. I really miss villain teleportation effects. Goodbye. God. <laughs> and, and the Quantrons are my favorite. Just oh, because they use just because they, weapons. Yes, they've got bat lefts. <laughs> okay, are they using the Windows 95 like screensaver as the background for the stars? They must have. Uh, okay. Which I one just... was it? Could it be one of the ones that's obviously chopped? <laughs> just just lick it. Oh god, I paused it again. No. It's fine. It's fine. I don't care. Just lick both ends and stick it back together. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, obviously it would have been the one that's cut. Like, and he's not even doing. He's not even doing anything. He's just like massaging the wires. <laughs> Isn't that what you do when your computer's not behaving? Hello. Yeah, I open up the case, massage those wires. We're fine. Here, here. Feel better. De-stress. Okay. okay. Her this weapon is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Why hasn't she used that more? If if we get an astronomer figure, she better come with her staff and the boomerang. 
So we'll get neither. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a drug reference. (laughs) Or, Or something that was like, I don't know, one of those late night ads you watch when you can't sleep. (laughs) <laughs> the green machine <laughs> simple green will get your entire floor clean yeah I could do that I, I just choose not to <laughs> hey turtles you have weapons use them now would be a great time <laughs> I love how fluorescent everything looks in this lighting oh yeah it's got like that weird blue filter on mm-hmm. it Turn the temperature all the way down. <laughs> Filters mean they're on different planets. It's totally oh, yeah. real. This was not filmed in Los Angeles or any surrounding area. The The budget for the green screen was clearly affected by the space travel. I'm going to start walking into every room the way that turtles move. Just move every part of my body at once. What, am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? <laughs> Wait, the the rangers get to use their weapons, but I've seen none of the turtles pull out theirs. Maybe it's like a like a yeah. for real violence issue in the when the TV ratings were a big thing. Well, Donnie oh, has his, so I think his might be the only one allowed because it doesn't have like a blade. Oh yeah, like a metal blade. Uh, I mean, I guess. Well, what is Leo holding though? Leo has something. Oh, I but see nunchucks. Okay. Okay. Well, na- now they're using it. <laughs> there they are. Why are you piling them up? They're robots. Dismantle them. <laughs> so you can set them all on fire. <laughs> also, she's been proven, maybe not this far in this season, maybe I'm remembering all, but she's a capable fighter. She should have been in there helping. Like, come on. Yeah. You're so powerful, but you don't want to <laughs> get your nails dirty or something. I guess that checks out. It's on brand. Oh, <laughs> no, ma'am. They really gave Cassie the weird relationships. First, the Phantom Ranger, and now a turtle wants to get with her. <laughs> Remember the one time that a dog turned into a human, and then that <laughs> what that was in <laughs> Turtle. Oh boy, <laughs> I did not. But now you've ruined my life by bringing that back up to the surface. <laughs> and here's the gif everybody uses. Mm-hmm. All the time. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, stop so it! Weird. <laughs> Just make it stop. <laughs> Don't you get out of the sewer like every day? Yeah. If you ever come to space. <laughs> Next time you're just rolling by. Hey, in about 20 episodes, the Earth's going to get invaded by Astronema. Can you maybe come back and help us? Because we're going (laughs) to... Nah, dog. This isn't in continuity. This never happened. (laughs) That doesn't sound very reassuring. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Andros clearly programmed you. You are definitely programmed to hold a grudge. Yeah, I'm I'm not getting a 2001 Space Odyssey vibe from Decca at all. 
I'm glad they get their own colors when they teleport. Yay, air in space, air in space, air in space. <laughs> Wait, so do the galaxy gliders have like auto return? You would hope so. <laughs> oh, oh, let's watch the bloopers. Oh, I miss bloopers so much. Oh, me too. Oh, it skipped the bloopers. Thanks, Netflix. Oh, no. <laughs> That is not certified certified. (laughs) Just waiting in front of their uh, in front of their tubes fixing their hair. (laughs) All right. Well. (laughs) Well, Of course. Well, that was an episode. (laughs) That was one episode. (laughs) It really should have been more than one. <laughs> Technically it was one point whatever two out of twenty-two minutes is. Right. Mm, good call. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that math. It's not worth it. But in its defense, and this is not nostalgia talking, it is better than some episodes that came immediately after. <laughs> and it is still better than some episodes we've had in the past ten years. Yeah. It's better if only because it's very straightforward and it doesn't try to do more than cross over two properties you know what i mean like it's straightforward here's Mm -hmm. the setup here's the conflict here's how it's resolved bam so many episodes can't even get that right so right right. yeah it's all right (laughs) sometimes you get these episodes it's like that girl in um the i can't think of the episode name but the lost galaxy uh light speed rescue like where it's like monsters don't exist and you're like okay i I can see the (laughs) The, the Ninja Turtles maybe being like, they're just a fairy tale, but they roll with it. But no, that lady, the, her building's blowing up. And she's like, no, this is just a terrorist attack. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or that one lady in Megaforce who's like staring directly at a Power Ranger and she's like, what's a Power Ranger? Like, lady, what? <laughs> Where have Where you, you been, been girl? <laughs> Most of the continuity is in the prime universe. Like there has been news reports Angel Grove has to be, like, constantly given emergency funding. Like, (laughs) you know this is happening. You're just lucky it's only happening there. Exactly. So, I don't know. It's silly. So, like, Ranger Wiki made a note of it that was like, oh, well, due to fan, negative fan reaction, most people consider this out of continuity. And it's like, Stop, nope. I saw that. That's not how continuity works. It's like, <laughs> nope, fans don't get to dictate that. This happened. This, yeah. this happened. You can have a headcanon, and that's fine. Like, do whatever you want to, fill in the gaps, whatever. But if it happened on screen... Now, in the case of, like, Master Rider... In Power Rangers, uh, I don't know why there was an emphasis on Rangers that way. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> to me, Masked Rider still exists in oh, the yeah. Power Rangers continuity. Now, the Masked Rider show never addresses it. They pretend it doesn't happen. So, right. sure, that's a separate universe. But in this universe, theoretically, Masked Rider could come back. Yeah, and I don't have a problem with that because I love A Friend in Need. And that version of Dex, it was just more epic. Yeah. I mean, that that was an epic crossover. And yeah, you know what? Overall, I, 
I, I enjoyed this. It's it's a bit of fun early on in the season. I'm glad it wasn't like in the middle of the season when they're dealing with like 20 different plot threads to derail <laughs> that for, yeah. you know, a turtle crossover. At least it was early on enough where, you know, the Rangers were still learning their powers and getting accustomed to the ship. And then, hey, this happens. Yeah. And look, if you can't accept Power Rangers in space at Shellshocked, you don't deserve it at Countdown to Destruction. Right. And I Boom. think Power Rangers is at its best when it plays to its strengths, which can be comedy, which can be serious, which can be heartfelt. It doesn't have to be one of all those things. Mm-hmm. And despite not having seen that episode for like 22 years, yes, I was laughing and making fun of it the entire time, but I had a good time. Like, exactly. it was enjoyable. So, it's silly, it's ridiculous, and whatever. But we have seen much worse. We have. <laughs> One interesting thing to note, that the next mutation was actually filmed in Vancouver, and Power Rangers was filmed in California. So, the Turtles are portrayed by not only different suit actors, but also voice actors from the this show. This is... This is a thing. This is a weird thing. And I don't fully it understand it, but um, there was some complications when, when Derek and I were covering the X-Men crossover with Spider-Man the Animated Series. They uh-huh. had some similar issues with X-Men's production being in Canada and what that meant for voice actors. Really? Who they brought, who they didn't bring, how much they could do. Yeah, it was really strange. Storm, there's a whole big thing. We talk about it. I won't get into it here, but there's a whole big thing with Storm having a bajillion different voice actors because she was like the one American voice actress and they completely replaced her with a Canadian one. Yeah. It's weird. I didn't, I didn't even know that. And you know what? I don't remember enough of the next mutation to remember if their voices are similar. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's crazy to me. Tony Oliver actually voiced Leonardo in this episode. The voice of Saba, Tony Oliver. Oh. <laughs> so he was Leonardo, yeah. Well, now my headcanon is that Saba lost his energy when the, <laughs> when the ninja coins were destroyed and his spirit went into Leonardo. <laughs> but it's probably something dealing with, like, Canadian labor laws and, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. But honestly, I've seen this episode now more than I've probably seen of the entirety of The Next Mutation. So these <laughs> are the right voices to me. I feel like if I ever watch The Next Mutation, which chances are I never will, um, <laughs> the, the voices would sound weird and wrong. And Yeah. But, Do we need to Netflix party The Next Mutation? <laughs> Is that even on Netflix? I it might be. Okay, uh, well now that's the search that's happening. Yeah, it's I'm searching a too. Thing yeah. We're all searching. <laughs> it is. It is right there. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. All right. Well, I there's a, a link. <laughs> so was there only one season, or do they only have the first season? Oh, I'm. I think there was only one season. Yeah, there's <laughs> only one. <laughs> The uh, the Netflix description says this show is goofy, exciting. <laughs> so, but you can tell, like maybe this is just like you know, nineteen ninety seven uh, filtering from digital editing. The suits look more intimidating and like darker, but that could just be the photo saturation. This whole show is weird, like not necessarily <laughs> like 
bad weird, but it was really like they wanted Power Rangers, but with turtles instead of Rangers. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, which is fine. Like, there's no issue with that. But it really does look like if you took the Ninja Turtles out of it and put a team of Ninja Power Rangers, you wouldn't have even blinked. You would have just had to make Zord footage. Mm-hmm. So, very strange. A couple more notes. This marks the last time to date that a team of Power Rangers has allied with someone from a different television show. That doesn't surprise me. And this also marks the last time that the Power Rangers team up with a non-Power Ranger character until Power Ranger Super Ninja Steel Sheriff Skyfire. Wow. That's hard to believe when you think about it. Yeah, all the years. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to get technical and be that guy? And say that uh, even though they were different characters, they did team up or they did cross over with the Beetleborgs, technically. That but must I have think been, was that I, for, when was that? That was uh, Forever Red. Oh, oh, with <laughs> oh, the okay. yeah, I see what you're saying. I, I'm being a smart. <laughs> But I mean, technically, I was really I, racking my brain over here. Like, how did I miss that? They did Whoa. In, in a comic, apparently, which I've never read. But no, yeah, I, I just I just wanted to be that guy. Well, actually, <laughs> <laughs> can we get those Machine Empire remnants as Lightning Collection figures, please? <laughs> yes, please. And just, then, just skirt around uh, the whole whatever legal issues there are with Big Ben Beetleborgs. <laughs> Who knows where those rights are? They are locked away in a Fox vault somewhere. <laughs> or I guess Disney <laughs> would own them again, right? I don't know. I don't know how that I, works. I don't even know anymore. I'm not smart enough to figure out that kind of stuff. Just give me toys. it's cool though because we can see how a ninja turtles crossover works really well in the comic books but i still think it's good to go back and see this because in the end it's not a terrible episode it's ridiculous but it's not bad so you know if you're looking for more ways to expose yourself to nintendo and our nintendo wow ninja turtles (laughs) My two two passions collide. Um, If you want to see how you can put Ninja Turtles in the live action, here's a way, I guess, to maybe do it or maybe not to do it. I'm not sure. (laughs) This has been a ton of fun. I love doing Ranger commentaries. So thank you guys so much for for joining me on this. This is a journey. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I'm glad I could be here for for the journey <laughs> this, is, this is so good this is the month of doug right now on on ranger oh, command hey. <laughs> <laughs> so chris we will have you back on the next episode we'll definitely be talking more power rangers with you next time so I, i'm looking forward to that i'm going to give you the opportunity right now though to kind of pimp your channel and <laughs> Tell everyone where they can find you, how they can follow you on social media, all that kind of stuff. Okay. My name is Void Ranger. If you're not calling me Chris, uh, that's my online persona. My channel is Old God Machinations, which I know is a mouthful. You can find me on YouTube by Googling or searching that. Once I reach 100 followers, hint, hint, I can can make a custom URL, which is a lot nicer than just spitting out gibberish but i do toy reviews mostly megazords i've 
a huge collection of those and I like to be able to share them with everyone and you know especially right now when everybody's kind of cooped up it might be a fun way to you know get some entertainment because I do find myself kind of amusing hopefully you do too um, I'm also very modest as you can tell uh, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at OG machinations because it's too long to type out I'm also oh wait that is, I'm sorry, that is Twitter. I get them confused. Uh, Instagram is old god machinations, one word. So, but uh, I'm sure Eric will also link my name in, oh, yes. uh, in the, uh, I just got a subscriber, so thank you. <laughs> it's happening it was live. Me. It, it was, was you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Whoa, it's <laughs> already happening. <laughs> That's magic. You guys have some crazy reach, but Eric will probably link my my Twitter name in there. So oh, yes. Give me a follow. I'm very opinionated, but I also try to be nice. One of my driving forces with interacting with the fandom and interacting with people in general is to just be kind to one another. I know that sounds mm-hmm. cheesy, but in the world we live in today, a lot a little kindness goes a lot a long way. So feel more than free to interact with me because I love hearing from everybody. I love opinions. I think the Ranger fandom has one of the best fandoms out there because we mm. really do come together and support each other. And I appreciate everybody, including the two of you, for allowing me to to come on here to your show and, and just talk about something I really love. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a blast. And I'm looking forward to the next episode talking to you fully about this crazy world of Power Rangers that we all really like. So, Doug, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter most of the time, at IckyBooley, I-C-K-Y-B-O-O-L-E-Y. You can also find me on two shows here on the 4-Eyed Radio Network, one called Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast where my co-host Kyle and I talk about Pokemon just as we feel like it, and Walloping Web Snappers, a Spider-Man podcast where my co-host Derek and I do incredibly deep dives into every Spider-Man cartoon ever made. Um, We just finished up the second season of the 90s animated series, and so we're in one of our sort of weird in-between times where we watch a bunch of weird (laughs) stuff before we dive into a a full season of something else. So you'll get a strange variety uh, in the coming weeks here. And uh, just like everybody else who is uh, locked up in their houses, I'm on Animal Crossing. So find me on Twitter, (laughs) uh, be my friend, and uh, I I only find islands with cherries. So help, help, another fruit. (laughs) I have pears come to my island. Oh, dang. All right. See you there. I don't play Animal Crossing, but I'm a berry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, oh my God. I killed Chris. Uh, <laughs> Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at Ranger Command PH and Ranger Command Power Hour, all one word on Instagram and Facebook. Chris, Doug, thank you once again for uh, being here and Turtle Power. Turtle Shell- <laughs> Shelladelic. More phenomenal. <laughs> Cowabunga? <laughs> no, they don't say that in Next Mutation, do they? Well, no. I don't know about the two of you, but it's pizza time. So. Yeah. <laughs> Pizza in my fridge! Alright, I'm out. Okay. (laughs) Alright, bye everyone. Bye. (laughs) You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour. 
only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at RangerCommandPH. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at Ranger Command Power Hour. Ranger Command is also on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks for listening. <laughs>